At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Kill, kill, kill the Mockingbird. Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of Kill the Mockingbirds. I'm your host, Sean Chris. Riding shocking as always. Joel Thomas in here, man. I'm ready to go. I've been hot and heavy all week with these folks on both sides of the table running their damn mouths and everybody getting all solidified on both sides and you know you and i've been kind of quiet and just kind of soaking it in but man i've got missiles to drop today brother yeah, I think that's how kind of we do. Uh, we take a different approach. We kind of we could have dropped our uh, episode right away. We kind of felt like, hey, let's wait a little bit. Let's see what else unfolds. And then uh, we got some shit to talk about. And, you know, at least once a month, maybe twice a month, uh, we'll be trying to drop a little bit of what's going on because we like to dive down every kind of like avenue we can. But we also like to bring it back to what's going on right now. And, and we got some great shows coming up as well, too. Like we're going to have one dropping with Eric from the Uncomfortable Podcast. Oh, uh, man. So. Tarek, Eddie, I mean, we yes. got some shit up the up the sleeve as well for you know some other things to explore down because it's it's important to wrap it all together, right? Like the the, the paranormal, uh, the ancient history, uh, what's going on today. It can't just be one avenue. Well, I know a lot of people get all upset and their panties in a bunch and oh, your CIA shills. I'm like, man, I just need that check, then, man, because I. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> hey, man, it's my mustache now, brother. They think that I'm straight uh, yeah, CIA yeah, yeah, yeah. now, man. <laughs> like, I'm like, I told him, I was like, man, I felt good. I hit you up i was like man that dude said i was a cia op man i was like man i'm moving up brother i was like by this time next year i'm gonna be full-on illuminati bro Yeah, that's what's crazy about it. You know, people, especially it's like, whether what you believe or what you think of anybody, it's like, man, what's the information that's getting out? And, you know, everybody thinks that this information is more important than that information. And we believe it's all important. So oh, that's what sure, we kind of go down everywhere. Yeah, you have so to. So I kind of wanted man. to start it off. I wanted to start it off with like some just kind of like uh, gauge where everything's at. I got a couple clips just about like, you know, some COVID shit because, you know, uh, I didn't really get too much of the monkey pox because I believe the monkey pox is just a similar uh, game plan of uh, the HIV, the COVID, all that shit that we've already heard. So uh, we may do that on a later episode. But this one, I wanted to start off with Dennis Meadows. He's from the Club of Rome and he's talking about... Uh, depopulating peacefully like he wants to <laughs> depopulate the, the the world peacefully and i thought it was it the reason why we highlight people like this is because it's from their mouth it's from these these organizations these think tanks and you can hear actually how they think of all of us and this is what his perception of depopulation is so far globally you are so far above the population and the consumption levels, which can be supported by this planet, that I know in one way or another it's going to come back down. So I don't hope to avoid that. Uh, I hope 
that it can occur in a a, a civil way, I, I, and I mean civil in a in a special way. I, peaceful peace doesn't mean uh, that everybody's happy, but it means that conflict isn't solved through violence, through through force, uh, but rather in other ways. And so uh, that's what I hope for. Um, that we can, I mean, the planet can support something like a billion people, maybe two billion, depending on how much liberty and how much material consumption you want to, to have. If you want more liberty and more consumption, you have to have fewer people. And conversely, you can have more people. I mean, we could even have eight or nine billion, probably, if we have a very strong dictatorship, which is smart. It's, unfortunately, you never have smart dictatorships. They're always stupid. So, But if you had a smart dictatorship and a low standard of living, you could have it. But, but we want to have freedom and we want to have a high sentence. So we're going to have a billion people. And we're now at seven, so we have to get back down. I hope that this can be slow, relatively slow, and that it can be done in a way which is relatively equal, uh, you know, so that people share uh, the experience and you don't have a few rich, you know, trying to force everybody else to, to deal with that. So those are my hopes. I mean, these are pretty pessimistic hopes, you know. A smart dictatorship, like, if you want freedom and liberty. <laughs> Bro, Dennis sounded like he was on Climate Hub, like, oh, yes, <laughs> yeah, climate. Mm, yeah, nice and long and slow and peace, <laughs> peacefully kill people. And, ah, uh, dude, he's not like he was getting off like a serial killer, man. Like some straight Ted Bundy he, shit, man. Jesus. He definitely had that like NPR type vibe too. If you ever like listen to any of that, NPR's like, okay, today, guys, uh, like you're like, what the fuck, man? I don't know. And then there are also, I've noticed too, in the, a lot of the media too, there's a lot of people that sounds like you're like, okay, guys, like, you're like, what the fuck? Like, get this live out of your mouth yeah. before you start talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One million people, we can have more. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Notice man. how they never uh, uh, offer themselves up, though. Like, never. How many have said this. <laughs> it's like, if you really want less people, like, you can start with yourself yeah. and your, your significant others. But no, they're having more, you know, kids and, and they're having grandkids, but they're like, well, you can't. <laughs> Bro, that's 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 the laughable part about it. And then they try to give us these numbers, man, and they just keep throwing out new numbers. It's always something new. It's like he's like, well, you know, if you really want to be able to, like, have everything you want, whatever, we need to be down to a billion people. But like two billion, we could be sustainable. But like we'll have all the stuff and you guys can just be like, you know, doing some other things like it's so crazy, man, how they break it down. And when you really look at the world, man, and when you get out in the world, like, bro, we're not using up resources like that, brother. Like, it's not even close, man. There's so there's so many parts of the world that are uninhabited. Like, we talk about the ocean being like, what is it? We know like 5% of it. Like, yeah. So you, you think about the earth, man. The percentages are higher, but there's still so much of the actual earth that's been undiscovered or, or is just uninhabited. And that's the best part. And it's like... 
you go to oil, you know, it's like when Ron was on the show with us and he was like, man, oil regenerates. Like they know this, like, yeah. it's not even like this There's no such thing as fossil fuels. They made that shit up, man. It's, it was a game to make it seem like there was a limited supply. And that's what they always try to do, man. They try to make it it's like business plan. It, dude, you know what I mean? They're you, smart. You create scarcity. They're smart. They know what they're doing, man. When Rockefeller started, he knew what he was doing, man. These guys are stupid, intelligent, like never think they're not. I love when people are like, oh, these guys can never outsmart me. Like, well, why aren't you outsmart them like you know in business or something like first off like do i think that my cognitive ability is on the same level as theirs absolutely but they had more advantages than me and when you look at it more money and power so you got money and power like that man you got a different kind of pool so it's just laughable man these guys are just they are straight up super villains I mean, I'm just waiting for Superman to just come and just do like a straight up like <laughs> I will say dark side punch that on their them. Their <laughs> kids are stupid though. They're a lot of their kids are stupid. Like their offsprings are usually pretty moronic. I mean, uh, Hunter Biden. I mean, not all of them, but like you know, a lot. I mean, like uh, there, there's a quite a few though. I think and, there's and, levels and to it. I, I want to say I, yeah. I can't remember. It might have actually been, and I brought it Ron just now, but it might have been Ron that said it. He, you know. I think it's just like with any kids, right? You got some kids that are smarter than other kids. Yep. I think the smart kids you don't fucking see, man. They're, they're they're moving and shaking. They're taught to do whatever. If they have a kid that's a fuck up, they're like, all right, listen, they're going to be like the fall guy. We're going to put them out yeah. there, have them parading around. Like Hunter's just like distraction, man, central. Like it's sure. just there for us to la- – I mean I just laugh at it. it. I don't put a lot of stock in Hunter Biden. Everybody gets real worked up about him and the yeah. laptop and all that. Like, bro, He's like, Paris Hilton. Yeah, he's just, I mean, he's the, he's the Biden version of it, man. And then it's like, yeah. when you really think about, like, uh, laptops, like, bro, how many laptops are we going to have to hear about oh that's been God, hidden man. or whatever, man? They've been hiding laptops since before laptops, so... <laughs> Yeah, and I always like we always say like don't worry about the shit they're showing you, man. Just think about the stuff you're not seeing. Like that's what I'm and saying. That's a whole nother. That's another level of it. Now I got a clip of uh, Dr. Ryan Cole, and he kind of talks about the var the vares, uh, um, where numbers like people don't dead people don't lie, and he's just advocating like, hey, this is real shit, man. Like I don't care if you believe it. I don't care if you hate me or if you're all in on left or right or COVID's fake, COVID's real. He's like, this is. The the data it, it it doesn't lie right and you the cells don't lie the blood patterns don't lie the dead people don't lie and the deposition of the spike protein in tissues doesn't lie so you can attack me you don't you don't have to like me uh, I've, I've lost some of my largest clients because they're like oh you're too controversial i'm like controversial i'm a pathologist my i don't create a disease i don't prevent a disease i am the reporter at the scene of the accident i report the disease i am observing patterns we have definitely seen an uptick of many patterns that are unusual pathologists are the quality control of medicine attack me all you want but that's your own insecurity and in the fact that you can't come forth with data to counter what I am saying. And I'm not the only one seeing this. Oncologists everywhere I travel now in the country and the world, been in France, been in England recently, pathologists, other physicians, oncologists, radiation oncologists, radiologists, they're seeing it. I was on a big Zoom call with a large group in New York yesterday. So one gal was talking to uh, the gal doing her mammogram, and she said, are you seeing an uptick in breast cancers? And she said, are you kidding me? We're seeing tons of 20- and 30-year-olds coming in with breast cancer, and about 99% of people in their population are jabbed. 
And so a radiologist here just across the state calls me and says, I just saw two high-grade breast cancers in uh, two 31-year-old women four weeks after their booster. And chair of oncology at a large hospital in Florida just a month ago said, hey, doc, thanks for speaking out. I usually see uh, an aggressive brain cancer in a young patient about every decade or so. I've seen five in the last month after the boosters. And so left and right, wherever I go, the medical community is starting to speak up and confirm what I'm seeing. In England, uh, a week and a half ago, same thing. A doc came up to me, a doctor from Ireland, doctor from England, a nurse who's been in medicine for 30 years. They're like, hey, we're seeing it, and it's in young patients, and it's aggressive, and we have patients that have been cancer-free for three, four, five years. All their scans are clear. They get that booster, and now they have stage four disease again. And I don't play that to scare anybody because, like, we all have people that have that jab. And I'm not saying it's going to happen to everybody. But for us not to be able to talk about the actual data that's coming out, that's the bullshit that we're talking about. We're not saying that everybody's going to grow an extra limb or or you're going to be controlled. I mean, there's all kinds of aspects that it, that it can be. But this is real data that is coming from doctors that are speaking about it. And they're being silenced constantly. This is things we need to know. That's why, like, when I was when the whole jab was coming out, I would tell everybody, I'd be like, look, we, we don't have to get conspiratorial on this just if i want to see what happens first you know what i mean because when you get the new xbox you know the new playstation the new tv new technology never starts out well like it may be something great in the future but let's see what happens and let people make that decision and why aren't we hearing both sides like we're hearing it because we're looking for a me and you but you're not they didn't have like peter mccullough and fauci on stage saying hey let's let's Go with the pros and cons of what's good and what's bad and everybody can make it. No, they just said, no, he's a fucking liar. Fauci knows what he's talking about. Well, Fauci's <laughs> sitting there talking about that he's frustrated with Americans yeah. for just not getting it together and listening to the people that are giving the data out. And you know, kudos to us, because if there's one country that didn't give a motherfuck during this time, was Americans because at the very least as brainwashed as this country is and as brainwashed as the education system is and everything else, there is a contingent of people that taught their kids right. You know, we're mm-hmm. taught right by their families. Some people just have cognitive abilities and woke the fuck up. And they were like, man, this is some old horseshit. So, like, you know, kudos to that. But, like, you got Fauci sit there yapping about this shit. Like... We're just mad. And and to that, it made me think about uh, COVID-19, The Great Reset, the book by Klaus Schwab, which I've read. He continually throughout that book talks about how America is going to be the toughest obstacle for them to create this new world regime. He knows it. They know it. And they what they have to do is tear us out from tear us up from the inside, which they're they're doing a pretty good job right yeah. now. But at the end of the day, there is such a strong contingent of people. And look, man, I'm not even gonna say just Americans, but I'm looking around the world and there's motherfuckers fighting back everywhere, man. Like they're not putting up with this shit. Like we see it we know what you're doing and there's a lot of people that are just not going to have it man and and i just think it's just hilarious that these guys can sit there and and, and pout and, and, and throw a basically a temper tantrum like fauci did the other day like yeah yeah americans hey listen to me like Dude, you're a running joke. The name Fauci comes up even in leftist circles. Yeah. He's laughable at this point. 
And he even made a joke about it. He's uh, did an interview recently, and he's like, "Yeah, I created it. I created yeah, it in my that. kitchen." And, <laughs> <laughs> like they're just all like joking. It's hilarious. Like that Fort Detrick aspect is a real. That's why, like, sometimes I give a lot of pushback when everybody's like, "Oh, Wuhan, Wuhan." I'm like, "What about Fort Detrick?" It's funny how we don't talk about that. Like even in the truther community, everybody's always focused on Wuhan and the labs in Ukraine. I'm like, Fort Detrick, man. Like it's it's but the info was like, out there, Sean. Like it was yeah. out there, and nobody was paying attention to it and it's like i get the wuhan thing man but again that, i think that was just to shift blame on china and to shift blame mm-hmm. off of us man but we've been doing this research over here in the states for decades like this is nothing new yeah. man matter of fact like sars is nothing new like let's not act like that covid came out of nowhere man there's been versions of it forever Oh, yeah, for sure. Ver- all co- tons of versions. Plus, in general, the coronavirus has been around since the 60s because mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a cold. It's a common cold. It's just a virus that continuously mutates. It's just that they got the perfect storm. That's what what happened. It was the perfect political storm with the perfect uh, uh, what's going on. It, pol- uh, it was a voting year, uh, Internet. You know what I mean? Everything was so <laughs> combined. It was so perfect that like it didn't work as well, I think, as they thought it would. But it did scare the shit out of a lot of people. People. I think it's like, a test run, bro. Like I've been saying the whole mm-hmm. time, like I don't think it was the end game. Now, if they would have pulled it off as the end game, they'd have been like, "Oh God, man, they're dumber than we thought." I think they yeah. had contingencies in place, man. I think they knew that this wasn't going to be the final run. This is just the preface, right? This was just to see how many people were stupid as fuck, and that, and I think that's really what they were trying to see. You know, what I mean, and I'm not blaming everybody that went out and did things that they did. Everybody had reasons, man. There were people that went out and got the jab that didn't want it at all, man. That was looking like, yep. hey, I got to take care of my family. I'm making like six figures. If I don't, I lose my job. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I get that to an extent, but then there's the part of me that's like, I know people that pushed back. They were in the same situation as you. They ended yeah. up on top. I got a really good friend of mine, man. I've uh, known him for years and years and he was working in the military sector for i doing it work and he knew it was coming down man they were already hitting him up he was very much against it he's like dude i i don't really know what i'm gonna do dude i was i was riding him bro like every week i was like bro i'm gonna make fun of you to the day i die i was like to this day now no lie i call him 446 like it's a joke like between my crew because we we always joke that he was gonna get it so we always say that he's like half half ai but like I tell you, like, but what he did was he got into the uh, uh, he got into a different sector, got got out, got into the contract sector. And then from there, man, just kind of because he's an IT workman, they need you everywhere, man. It doesn't matter. So he ended up getting in the private sector where he didn't need it anymore. And, you know, he got out. And matter of fact, when he was in the contract sector, they came to him and said he had to. He filed for religious exemption. They accepted it in less than 24 hours, man. A lot of places were accepting your paperwork if you didn't want to do it that's what a lot of people didn't know it's like motherfucker at least try that's what i told him i was like dude you yeah. can at least try fill out the paperwork and then he hit me back he's like bro they took it like literally came to me and was like yeah you're good and i'm like man like i get that some places weren't doing it but you could have at least tried to put up a fight man like to me like if you believed in your heart it wasn't right for you it's one thing if you thought it was right for you but if you didn't and you did it anyway man i that, i think that's what when I say selling your soul sometimes, that's what I mean. 
There, there's a real selling your soul to Satan and stuff. But then there's sure, that part like where you sell pieces of yourself because you're just giving in to something you didn't want to do in the first place just because you want life to be, quote unquote, easier. But you're making it harder for the rest of us. <laughs> like, that's what you're doing. Well, not even easier. I think like a lot of people, like you said, they didn't even try. Like, so their company may have said like, hey, we might be doing this. And they're like, I guess I got. I told everybody, I was like, man, just hold out, yes. man. Wait until they make you and then until you have to make that decision. And then I understand there's it's tough. But like also while you have this time, like. Hey, what else can I do? Can I go incorporate? And, and some people, you know, but people were just like, oh, I gotta take it because they said, but they didn't even say it. <laughs> no. You didn't even try to get an exemption. <laughs> you didn't even try to do anything. It's just, it's just sad now that you see the guidelines have completely no, changed. No, it's like when you, it's like you go in prison the first day, man, and you're at the <laughs> chow hall, and the biggest dude walks in, and you just start taking your jumpsuit off and dropping your, dropping, <laughs> <laughs> dropping your boxers or grabbing your ankles. He ain't even trying to do nothing. He's like, well, I mean. I mean, if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna give me those cheeks, I might as well take them. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy. Like it's like they didn't even try. And then, like I said, the the, the guidelines completely change now. They're they're totally different. And then most of the if what I've been hearing a lot of even in the military because people have been made a big deal of like, hey, what's going on in the military? I hear from a little chatter. <laughs> by this but they're gonna get rid of no one all those soldiers there that are getting dishonorable all of them are gonna be reinstated all that shit's gonna be it's gonna be blown by Bro. by this by this fall good After for them fall, man good for them that's what i'm saying man they held out they said fuck you and they knew who they were and they're like you know i'll figure it out dude i remember when shit was hitting a fan and it's before i got the job that i'm in now so i'm very fortunate in the job that i'm in now the people that run the company really good people um, and they're very much against like these system in- implementations, right? But before that, you know, I was managing in restaurants and stuff, man. And you know, there's that thing floating around. And you know, I made a decision. I was like, hey, they come. You know, I had a couple friends of mine, man, were like, hey, man, you ain't gonna stop the government if they come. I was, yeah, I can. I could die, motherfucker. Yeah. Like shit. Like you know, I'm not saying that I'm taking everybody out. Like, but at the end of the day, like you can. You can say no, man. Like, you can say no. Like, I get that sometimes like, life's tough, but you and I talk about it a lot, man. If you have a faith and a trust in God, man, like, he's going to yeah. take care of you, bro. Like, like you, you, you say it, man, you say it perfectly in a way that I tell other people now that the way that you say it but like motherfuckers give way too much credence to satan bro way too much credence to lucifer the devil bro like he's gonna lose guys like he's not winning like at the end of the day like there'll be a stretch where he'll probably pull a lot off like that's you know he's gonna have the final little like jabs and the little whatever before he loses it out but just know man you're gonna win brother like we we losing this shit like be happy wake up happy wake up in a good mood like don't let this shit get you down because that's what it's designed to do it's designed to discourage people like that the truthers you know uh well it spreads that energy yes. though like so that's what people got to remember like if you're getting that whole like we lost that uh you know no victory like well, what am i even waking up for then that spreads to everybody in your household who spreads it out to everybody that you're in contact with to be happy like you said like hey man you might have five dollars in your pocket there's a plenty of times where i'm like man i mean we all stress up 
some money sometimes we're like mm. i'm like oh, man should i spend and then i go you know what it's gonna come back to me it's gonna come back to me eventually and then of course there's some things you gotta go ah, i can't do this or i can't do that but at the same time it's gonna come back to you don't worry about it the more we worry about it all we do is stress ourselves out if you just kind of and it's like when you're trying to when you lose something like if you lose your keys when you're like oh man fuck man when you calm down and you go boom you know exactly where they're at But when you're like All flustered And like Oh where am I And, and that's what we gotta take All this like Man fuck Lucifer man uh, Devil Whatever we wanna fucking go. Any, Anybody that's trying to take Away our positive uh, Energy It's tough every day But it's easy to re- Regain it You know You fall You slip well, oh, And then once you program Your brain People always tell me all the time, like, oh, you, that doesn't work. I'm like, I'm telling you, bro. If you're just put that shit out there, yeah, you're going to meet a couple people. But you you won't meet as many people because you're only going to uh, get people that are more positive. You're going to see that. But when you're seeing that dark through a dark hole, you're not going to see the light because all you see is in this dark cave. Right, man. A concept that I learned very recently because, you know, I've been going through a lot of growth, man, a lot of reading, a lot of, a lot of things to, you know, grow who I am spiritually, right? And you, you move like three steps forward, right, man? You're feeling good. Like, oh, man, I'm growing, whatever. But then, like, life happens or you make some mistakes or you make some bad decisions or we all fall, right? We're humans. We're fallible people. And you take two steps back and you get depressed, right? But what I realized was is, like, man, when you take those three steps forward, even if you take two steps back, you're still a foot ahead of where you were to start mm-hmm. with. And that's kind of how it always is, man. You're going to, you, you might take a big leap and then you might take some steps back, but you're still further ahead than where you were when you started at the beginning. And I feel like that's what we do. We just got to chip away, man. There's going to be times where you feel like the world's caving in on you, man, like life. And it's got nothing to do with like the elites or conspiracies or anything else, man. Just fucking life, man, is beating you down as a human being, you know, family stuff or, or whatever else. And it's just a, it's a growth process, man. And growing's not easy. You remember being a kid, man, having a growth spurt, man. That shit hurt. Like, it don't feel yeah. good. Your bones hurt. Everything else hurts, man. You feel awkward. Like, that's part of growth, man. And that happens inside of your, your soul, too, man, when you grow. It's the same thing. Yeah, definitely. And, and to see now, like, uh, I mean, it's not funny, this story but it's kind of like ironic and hilarious that australia roads rolls out home defibrillators <laughs> thousands of home defibrillators are being rolled out in australian homes with hopes that one day every household will have one they weigh less than half a kilogram they're easy to use if anyone suddenly collapses Every year in Australia, around 25,000 people go into sudden cardiac arrest. 80% of those happen at home, but less than 3% survive. Sudden cardiac arrest is sudden, instant, surprising. You need something immediate because after 10 minutes... It's virtually impossible to bring you back. You can now purchase a miniature AED, a key life-saving device, to keep at home. Having one in the home where the, the majority of sudden cardiac arrests occur goes a long way to narrowing that survival gap. Survival for people like David, who was resuscitated by an off-duty lifeguard at an AED. The number one factor that helped my survival and, and recovery was early intervention. Designed with instructions for both adults and children, it costs around $360. You need to make it affordable to get into the homes. If it's too expensive, it just won't be bought. It's hoped that by having an AED just like this one in every single home in Australia, within five years, tens of thousands of lives could be saved. It's going to be peace of mind that hopefully you never have to use it. 
but you have something at hand that is literally can save someone's life. <laughs> right in the palm of your hands, right? That's crazy, man. I have With the all power this... in the palm of my hands. <laughs> Think about Spider-Man, bro. Like, doc, doc. Sudden adult, <laughs> sudden adult death syndrome. Like, I mean, <laughs> just crazy, man. Like, and, and, and like, we go back to like what Dr. Cole was saying. And it's like, man, that's because people aren't letting these, this data get out. Like, it, it, we should be able to know so we could go, hey, this shit didn't work. Like, I told everybody too with the vax. Like, if they would have came out and said, hey, look, we got this thing we don't know what it could do bad or good for you we think it might work i would have been cool with that that's like being like hey Honest. you can try it it's up to you you're you know we're we're being transparent with you we don't quite know but when they're like oh it's safe and effective and you will never get covid and you'll never get sick dude you're gonna be great and then even people i remember because they were like because they're the thing that they were trying to tell kids oh you're gonna grow another arm so people were doing videos and they're like oh man now that i got the jab i got superpowers like they felt like they went too like far where they were exaggerating with it and not realizing like hey it could be and just because you are okay with it too people are like well nothing happened to me i'm like bro there's medicine that people take all the time like i can take uh, uh certain medicines that you can't take or uh like my brother he's uh what's he what's it called um penicillin yeah i could take penicillin he can't like so there's, there's like that, different yeah. correlate and they, and they don't get that. They're like, oh, well, it worked for me. And they're like, I hate when people say that shit. So, yeah, I guess you can just go to Australia and get a, <laughs> a your home well, uh, defibrillator. And the best part about it is he's like, for years, this this amount of people <laughs> have been dying. No, And by years, you mean 2020. Because that's when it started. Let's not mm-hmm. play this stupid-ass like game. And, dude, SADS didn't come out. Until what? Like, yeah. they just started talking, like, six to, eight, six to eight months ago. They started bringing yeah, six up to SADS. Eight months ago. Like, this is... First off, I think it's laughable they call it SADS, and I think they did that on purpose. One, <laughs> yeah, that's just definitely. they're laughing at us. And it's like, it, and I know it's a playoff of SIDS, which is an actual thing that happens to babies, like newborns can happen, right? But it's like, dude, like, sure. you're telling me sudden adult death syndrome, which is unexplainable. You have no thing for it, so you're just going to call it some stupid fucking name and then be like, You'll believe it. And a lot of people are. They're just like, yeah, people are dropping. Yeah. I don't know why, but they're telling us it's okay. Like, bro, Healthy people, too. Like, not not even yes. people with, like, underlying diseases. Like, a guy, like, people that are very healthy that have no heart problems. And, and then we can't even talk about it because, like, well, we could talk about it on podcasts, but you can't really talk about it in public or even on a, most of social media because, of course, social media isn't going to let anything slide. They're, they're getting worse and worse on that avenue of, of things. Uh, you got to like us for instance we use our instagrams and uh our, our social medias as promotional tools to get you to right. uh, the podcast because we know there's only so much we could say on there yeah I, i'm you know we talked about this uh, a few weeks back i mean i'm having fun with it i'm giving some great educational videos about different conspiracies um definitely a lot of music because we're definitely you know really pushing that hard because you know sean and i got a song coming out soon here in a few weeks um soundtracks coming full vt2 albums coming in january we got a lot going on so yeah we we want to get people to the right spots but if you want to hear us rant and rave about shit like 
you want to come to the podcast where you're at right now because yeah. this is where we're going to give you the juice, man. Seriously, like that straight up Arnold Lou Ferrigno juice, brother. <laughs> oh, and I want to yeah. address something too. It's like <laughs> I always hear people calling like when you're trying to like you know make money off your podcast or music or sell merch. You know you're considered a shill. Like, and I go, well, we're trying to build our own economy. How do you expect that to happen? You want us to stay inside of the system? We're trying to find ways right. to get out of the system and we're actually going against the system at the same time but people get this correlation and put it together like oh well if you make money uh off telling people the truth well what do you think we pay for it like right. we put money into this right. like and we want to start our own thing and we will always help anybody that wants to do the same thing like that's what's beautiful about a lot of this community there's a lot of people that connect that we connect with they connect with us that help us that will help them like it, it goes back and forth and that's how you separate and unplug right. and people are like don't understand that so they attack people and i get it like remember if you're talking about a grifter that's somebody that is intentionally giving you false information in order to make money off of it now we're gonna get you wrong which we've explained plenty of times here but to we will never intentionally lead anybody in a bad way and i think people got to realize that like you gotta like stop with the whole shill he's a shill or because it just taints everything and now the shill and grifter word it doesn't mean anything so when the real grifters and shills they fly under the it's radar just another because you use the word so much. It's just become another, yeah, it's buzzword. Just another buzzword. Sadly, kind of like groomer is. Like, you know, groomer became, yeah. you know, a, a way to dichotomize, you know, who those people were away from, you know, people um, in the lesbian and gay community, right? So, yeah. you know, a lot of people in the lesbian gay community are vehemently against this crowd, these maps, as they yep. call them now. And, uh, but the groomer word, and I think that is by design, just like grifter, just like, you know, woke or any of these things, even though I love woke. Yep. But, you know, any <laughs> any of those words, they overuse them to a point becomes, it almost becomes dead to you, right? Like, or like even yep. some of these social media places are banning the word groomer, because it's like, well, that's offensive to those people. You're talking about people that people that molest yeah. kids right now. Like they should be fucking offended. Like fuck them. Like it's ridiculous. That's the least that should happen to them. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly, like, man. Like, it's almost laughable, man. But yeah, the whole grifter shield thing, man. I just, I just keep it moving. Like at the end of the day. No matter what you do in life, the more success you get, there's going to be people that aren't happy with your success. And and that's fine, man. You know what I'm also seeing is a huge, huge outreach of people that that are connecting with us, loving what we're doing, helping us grow, just like we're helping them grow. And we're all growing together, man. And that's what we're here to build, brother. Like, you know, when you and I connected, that's why we connected so easily because we've got the same mentality, man. We're not trying to divide. We're just trying to give you info. And if it's bad info, hey, man, I'll come out next week and be like, hey, you know what? I got some new info. And it was a lot worse than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like what happens sometimes too is like, I'll get something wrong and like uh, someone will keep me honest and they won't do it like a dickhead. They'll just be like, Hey man, I think, I think that you didn't look into this part and they'll send me some information. And then they, when you send us the information, then I'm like, Oh yeah, you Facts. got me like, okay, perfect. Cause it's not, it's not about us uh, attacking each other. But I will say, like you said, it's a small percentage of the people trying to tear us down on a much larger percentage of people that are trying to help Way and, lift us up. and that's who we appreciate it. And, and I think, even me personally I had to focus on that and I think that's what we all should focus on we focus on the people that are helping us build people that want to tear us down let's just leave them and leave them be and let them fall flat on their face yeah man because at the end of the day I I don't engage with those people like I leave them alone like they're doing nothing but they're unhappy 
So they got to try to make you unhappy, too. And what you want to do is connect with other people that are like minded, that are trying to grow too, that are trying to seek the truth. Um, and there's so many avenues of seeking the truth, too, man. There's not just one. You know, people are going to specialize in different areas of the truth, too. So you got to look yep. at it that way. You know, we, we know a myriad of people and all of them have different specialties. So, you know, yeah. that's kind of that's kind of what, you know, we do. We have things that we do really well. Fortunately enough, we got a really cool show that we that we have that we bring on some great guests that are sometimes and a lot of times way more uh, knowledgeable about certain subjects. And that's why we have them on here so they can break it down better than we can yeah because we'll just be parroting what they say anyway right. so, better, might as well get, <laughs> <laughs> so i think we should change up speeds a little bit and go you see something say something remember that classic of where, where, where if you see something say something <laughs> um it's it's kind of going into what uh i think's going on i wanted to start off with uh that's that standoff in cincinnati you know the the uh, attack on the fbi headquarters and and how like yeah, the brother. story was crazy you were out there so like you know, you, you bro. More, yeah. Yeah, that's what i'm saying <laughs> like yeah it's wild man uh you know i was at work a co-worker came in and was like yeah like highways are getting shut down and they had a whole area blocked off for like i don't know 24 hours a little little more something like that because he went in and got out which to me didn't make any sense like how are you running up in an fbi headquarters how with artillery and you get away like a lot of it just didn't add up man like at all you're talking about one man and of course like you get all the uh articles that come out and it was funny right when it happened right i told so i told some people i was working with i was like hey it's gonna come out that he's maga or he's QAnon or whatever they're gonna yep. make up it's gonna be that side of it and and again i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this out there i'm not saying this was like a complete psyop or this was whatever it could have been literally one of those people like i'm not saying it wasn't but it was just too odd the day after all the shit went down with trump here comes this guy running up in FBI headquarters, gets away, right? He goes up in there with an AR, yeah. and of course it's an AR. Come on. It's got to be an AR. It can't just be like a handgun or whatever else. He's got body armor on, somehow gets in his vehicle, gets away, and they cannot get him for like 24 hours. They were on a whole manhunt for one man. Like, one of two things. Either this guy was straight up ops, like – ex-ops and he just knew what he was doing and he'd been plotting this for a while which also doesn't make a lot of sense too because it's the day after the Mm -hmm. Trump thing so he didn't have a lot of time to plan for this Um, and again man there's a lot of things this could have been MK Ultra could have been that Um, it could have been a crazy hillbilly from out on the east side where i know a lot of these guys are at (laughs) um it could have been that too and and hell it could have been a straight up psyop it could have been one of their own you know what i mean it's not like we're ever gonna see the body or them capture somebody really and then he and then he of course died you know what i mean so there's always no no proof nothing but yet they're coming out with oh yeah we think that he was at January oh, yeah. 6th in D.C., but we're digging deeper. And I was like, yeah, of course, like CNN's in a week from now is going to come out with this whole like giant expose about this dude like being like, a you know, deep, deep, yeah. you know, a non who, you know, worshipped Q and just come on, bro. It's 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 just if people can't see it. 
like that there wasn't something right with this, just like there isn't something right with a lot of it. And I'm not saying exactly what it was. I don't know. But I, I got a lot of questions. I'm not just going to listen to what they say that it is like and just be like, yep, you're right. Yeah, they're right about that. That guy was. And we got another one today. Uh, on the Capitol, on the Capitol steps, a guy ran up with a gun and uh, had a little standoff and ended up killing himself. So, like, I think we're seeing more of this, and it's almost like, I mean, I'm not saying everything's MK Ultra no. either, but it just, it just really pushes that bound. But I think they've also broken a lot of people throughout broken. this past two years uh, with the whole situation of lockdowns, who left or right, and, and I think people are just like losing it because they don't know where to follow, they don't know who's right, who's wrong who, who do i believe uh, uh is this the bad guy should i do this and i think there's tons of that mixed in with psyops mixed in with uh manchurian candidates so it's all sprinkled together so it's very hard to decipher mm-hmm. which one is just a guy that snapped which one is i would say the guy in the capital for for to me so far what i read uh because i was literally today literally right before we went on right and um I think that would more be in the, in my opinion, is in that avenue of somebody snapping because they don't know what to do anymore. People are like, I don't fucking know. Like, and when you don't have people you can talk to, people have lost family members, not over just the COVID shit, over the Trump and, and Biden. That's crazy to me. Like, if, if your friend or your family, that's nuts to me, man. I know a lot of people have had that, but I just don't under, I can't fathom it because I'm like, who cares? Like, at the end of the day, like, the people, your neighbor, the people that you know are the ones that are going to have to helping unite to each other and then you're gonna for some guy that don't know your name you're gonna be like i disown you like what the fuck that's crazy to me well it's nuts man and and you're right i i think there is a healthy um group that is people that snap but i would actually consider that being a psychological psyop that would be part of that media uh implementation right you put out enough negative violent energy you're just going to set these people that are already just waiting to just let off that's what they want too man they want chaos so it's like you said they implement your manchurian candidates they implement your mk ultras then they have your pure, pure psyops which is just straight up totally fabricated you know your false flags but then you've got i'd say a healthy portion man i would say at least 40 to 50 percent maybe half are just legit people snapping and it it is and what happens is you have enough of that organic natural chaos happening right that you can't pinpoint what's fake what's not you know, everything ain't scripted. I know there's some people out there that think everything's scripted, bro. It ain't. Now, do I believe that there's scripted shit? Absolutely. There's a good portion of it. But I'm I'm say half and half, man. Like I, I think there's a there's a healthy portion of just people that have just lost it, man. That are and listen, there's been people that have lost it for decades and decades, man. This isn't anything new. Like people are, you know, people have mental health issues. We've known this, you know, we've had serial killers for hundreds of years, man. You know, it wasn't until like, you know, what was it? 50s, 60s, when they were really able to start dissecting serial killers and being able to find them, but they had been happening for shit, man, hundreds of years. and Nobody even knew they were serial killers. Right. So it's the but same I think concept you said it the right way organic mm-hmm. like that's the right way because that's that's what i try to explain to people too because like you can't have everything all scripted and played out all the time you can have certain scenarios but it doesn't look as real you need it to be organic where you can't be traced back that's the whole point of it the the whole point of it is getting a manchurian candidate where he could just be woken up or or pushing people to the brink not necessarily knowing who you're actually pushing to the you know that 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 edge but you're putting out all this bullshit when you're watching tv or watching on the 
social medias, all this bullshit's getting into people's head. You know, mathematically, someone's going to snap. You know what I mean? You're going to get <laughs> they somebody know to lose it. They know that. Yeah, and they know that. And they know that they don't know exactly who, but they know somebody will. And that's what they want. And I think people need to realize that that's how we see... Th- past the veil under oh behind the curtains it's not just like oh man it's like not everything is like all right action like you know what i mean like <laughs> that's what they think everything is an actor it wouldn't be as real you need it to be real so you can sell it now they do do these scripted oh, things i'm not yes. saying they don't but they sprinkle them in there but that way you don't know which one you're like that way if we go then they have so they can have people go oh everything's scripted and then that's gonna make everybody look crazy because they're like oh so everything's fake my uncle was there my cousin was right. at that da, 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 da. And, and you can't and then you're just arguing back and forth and nothing's getting done when you actually show what's really happening and there's a level of fake too man because when stuff happens i generally say oh that's some fake ass shit right so i got a yeah. i got a buddy of mine that's always like yeah, everything ain't fake this and i was like brother <laughs> you, you don't understand what i mean by fake though like i'm not saying it's all scripted and it's an act right it's it, what i mean by fake is it's been coordinated whether that's just setting off a guy who was already mentally unstable or who was just on the verge of snapping, you know, even just a psychological psyop through the media, like that is what I mean by fake. Like MK Ultra, that's fake because they just they they set a certain uh person to go and do this thing against really their own cognitive you know, will. So that's what I mean by fake. When I say stuff's fake, I just meant the government's involved in some way. Like, generally speaking, they're always involved in some way. And speaking of MK Ultra, um, a couple weeks ago, uh, there's a in Dayton. There was a man named Stephen. I think it's Stephen or Stephen Alexander Marlowe. Right? He was 39 years old. Stephen. He was arrested and. It is Steven. Okay, Steven. And he was charged with eight counts of murder. And people weren't talking about this. He's, I think he's from Dayton, Ohio. But I want to, I'm going to have in the show notes so everybody can kind of read up on it uh, and look into this because I put the victims' names as well because I'm going to play what Steven said before he went on this rampage. And I think people should really, I'm going to try to do it as myself as well, look into the victims and see if he's really trying to do what he said he was trying to do. So, mom, dad, Kevin Carey, Brendan. Um, I just want you to know I love you more than you will ever know. Um, I could not have asked for a better family. What you cannot comprehend is that we have been attacked by this weapon our entire lives, and the attack against me personally is one of the most vicious attacks a human being um, has ever faced. I have tolerated the most inhumane torture in hopes that the FBI and CIA would come to my defense, but they have failed to come to my aid. My only hope is that you come to understand what has happened here. When the world realizes what has happened, there will be justice, but I cannot sit by and be a victim any longer, and I refuse to sit by and do nothing while my nieces and nephews and the rest of my family are operated on with mind control. Our thoughts are not private. It is disgusting and it is cruel. I will be launching the first counterattack against mind control in human history. I want to be very clear, this will not be an active shooting event. I will be executing some of the people responsible for activating shooters. Um, If I happen to survive, please visit me in prison, if only to see the same man you have always known, rather than the victim of some mental disorder that does not exist. What you may not understand is that I will gladly die to expose this, and I will gladly die to help one other victim discover the truth of what has happened. If I can help another targeted individual fight back against telepathy, then the sacrifice will be well worth it. 
To any TIs who read this, understand that your attackers use the form of ventriloquism I describe in the paper to move your thoughts, but your thoughts can also move their mouths. To my friends in Chicago, Lexington, Dayton, and all over the world, get this email out to everyone you know. The most horrific weapon ever made is being used on human beings, and if you ever learn the truth, you will understand what I did here to protect myself and my family. Get this out to other TIs, other voice hearers, so the world has a chance to fight back. Um, to my family, especially my nieces and nephews, I want you to understand that what I do here, I do for your future, and hope that you can live a life free of mind control. See, this one kind of gets me weird. So at first thought, I was like, this is something to discredit MKUltra and, and the things that have happened. But then I'm like, it also wasn't really spoke about much in the media. They didn't use it out there. So it, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I think it's just another layer because to me, all this stuff that's happening, when you talk about Q, when you talk about uh, things like this or these active shooters, I really think they're trying to paint this new Al Qaeda, which is going to be an American citizens, which is the domestic terrorist, right? The same thing after 9-11 when they're like, hey, this is what a terrorist looks like. This is the characteristics of a terrorist. This is what they do. And I think they're trying to put all this together as the domestic terrorist. Now, this case, I'm not sure. That's why I was saying, if we look up to his names, the names of the people that died, like, were they connected with something? I don't know. You know what I mean? I kind of looked a little bit, but I have to go deeper because, you know, right. it, it takes a lot to really find out people's connections sometimes. But they talk about his manifesto. I have the uh, the article in there, a couple articles about it. And again, they say he spoke of conspiracy theories and believing his neighbors were almost all sleeper cell terrorists. So I think that is a common theme in these uh, active shootings and, and these things going out there, whether it's MK Ultra, maybe he is. MK either way, it seems that they either push these people to the brink of this or they they you know they they manufacture it and like whether that be like you know uh somehow get into his head uh through telepathy or is are they getting through his head from some kind of hidden messages and stuff either way i think that they are utilizing these to build this case for what a domestic terrorist is yeah man he what if you notice when he was talking to a side note, Dayton's only like an hour and 15, hour and 30 minutes away from me. So there's a lot of crazy fuckers here in Ohio where I'm at. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, it was like some Jean Grey X-Men shit, man, because he was talking about yeah. objects being moved with the mind and a lot of these like things that you start getting into that paranormal piece that always connects back into mk ultra government conspiracies that's that piece that that's why we tell people all the time well we have a myriad of guests on here and a myriad of topics because they all connect like there's not just government conspiracies and then you're just going to negate this whole other end of it yep. when they're super involved with that too like don't ever think the government doesn't have a religious belief system they're just not showing you what it is they have a whole idea of what they want to use with that but i that was the most fascinating piece to me was the movement of objects with the mind and being able to use telepathy like over state lines, like the way he was talking, it was just like a, yeah. you had like a central like brain intelligence system, almost like Professor X. And then it was just like yeah. hitting the different mutants, you know, waking them up. He, he, like the way he said it, it wasn't like that he was having direct contact with these people um maybe he probably did if this if this story's got any validity to it but the way he was talking about it was like it was like remote like control it wasn't it was like from a remote area he was being controlled like 
through telepathy, which then like asks the question, like, what kind of technology do they have that's able to amplify this these type of things too because i always believe that there's some sort of technology involved with whatever paranormal they're doing because the government's gotta you know get their grubby little hands on something and twist it and you know reverse engineer it right so i think that's part yeah. of it too so that i that to me that was the wildest part of it that that had my mind you know going a million different ways and like i said the thing that gives me like a, a little Thinking that it might be something, some validity, validity to it is because it's not in the news. Like, right. I, this is very, it was only in local news. It wasn't really like in the headlines. I mean, with all the, you think they would get this and run with it. This is a perfect example. Oh, it's a conspiracy. So that, right. that's what kind of threw me there. Um, I wanted to also play this because I think what we're going to lead up to in the final like kind of topic of what we're going to break down because we are going to break down what uh everybody else has already broken down <laughs> we're going to do uh, our version of it i'm coming but with this- that denzel that gif from uh, training day <laughs> where he's like boom like i'm we're coming with that at the end of this show we've been saving it up guys we're about to blow the whole load at the end of this and I want to start out with this UN where they're because, again, like I think a lot of this has to do with building what a domestic terrorist is, mm-hmm. because once you can find what a, a, a domestic terrorist is, what these dangers are, then you can have something to make people believe it. Just like they did with uh, 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 Jewish people in, in, in Nazi Germany. It's the same similar scenario where they're like, hey, these are not human people. These people are bad. They're they're You know what I mean? They're 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 killing you. They're they're doing everything wrong. The society's fucked up because of them. And I think that this clip is going to start it all off. This is the UN uh, declares war on dangerous conspiracy theories. The United Nations has declared war on conspiracy theories, describing the rise of conspiracy thinking as worrying and dangerous and providing the public with a toolkit to pre-bunk and debunk anybody who dares to suggest that world governments are anything but completely honest, upstanding and transparent. The UN also warns that George Soros, the Rothschilds and the State of Israel must not be linked to any alleged conspiracies. The UN has teamed up with Twitter, the European Commission and the World Jewish Congress to launch the campaign dubbed Think Before Sharing, Stop the Spread of Conspiracy Theories. The UN wants you to know that events are not secretly manipulated behind the scenes by powerful forces with negative intent. And if you encounter anybody who thinks the global elite are conspiring to consolidate power and dictate global events, you must take action. According to the UN, if you're certain that you've encountered a conspiracy theory on the internet, then you must react immediately and post a relevant link to a fact-checking website in the comments. This is a dog yeah. whistle for all the wokies, man. You know what I mean? Like, so they can, everybody that's like, we're going to combat them, guys. <laughs> hey, man, I swear to God, man. So my girl, man, I've told you this. I tell people to show all the time, like her side of the family is just like left woke, bro. Like as far as you can go yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, outside of like, her one brother right so like they're just out there so you know my girl always like gets in an argument with her mom man is it it's good it's good shit right so she's arguing with her the other day and i swear it's just like a parrot man she's like there you go with your conspiracy theories there you go there you go with your conspiracy conspiracy bro it's but insane. without ever 
But did you hear what they said? Like, not only do you know they've said debunk before, they said pre-bunk it. Like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean pre-bunk it? Like, what does so that what even mean? Is- pre-bunk, bro. You can't pre-bunk. <laughs> like, they put it out there, so you have to debunk it, not pre-bunk it. It's insane. So they won't. I I took it as they want people to already like label everything as a conspiracy before it even gets out. They don't want us talking about things. I'm like, I don't see the problem with it. Like I've always said, like even if people are wrong, why don't you want us? Are you stupid enough to believe them? No, well I'm not. But this, oh, so you're saying other people are stupid? That, that doesn't make any sense to me. Let people decipher what they can, hey. like, and and or disprove them. Be like, hey, this is what I really found out about it. But did you see immediately? They didn't say, hey, go disprove it yourself. They said, go get a fact checker, <laughs> go get a fact checker, and boom, label it real quick. And who are these fucking fact checkers? That's the other part, man. They're just people like you and me, man, sitting at the house with like a list of things that they have to. You know, click a button on really. Also, also, I don't know if you saw this last week too. Good old Schwab, he came out. That's the what we need is the AI to to have the algorithms to go ahead and debunk it already so we don't need human fact checkers they come through and they do it in easy and then we just stop all the bad talk about us <laughs> yeah I was just gonna say the same thing cause yeah 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 he, he wants an automated system that catches everything so that way we can right when we say it uh, automatically boom you're, you're, you're debunked or deplatformed or whatever they decide to do they wanted to get they don't want us talking about shit why like why you got to ask that question and i think that's the problem with people that are against like the, where they go oh that's a conspiracy like it's like why do you think that though like you don't even know why you think that's a conspiracy you just say the word oh that's a conspiracy why is it a conspiracy break it down to me tell me why it's so bad also the word conspiracy is not bad. A conspiracy is just something that's done clandestine. That's all that it is. A conspiracy theory is a theory about things that are clandestine. So at the end of the day, people get so confused about what these words actually mean. And I know that it was, I want to say in the 70s, You correct me if I'm wrong, when the CIA kind of coined the term conspiracy theory and turned it into kind of the evil term that it is today. They used it over the years and they really pushed that uh, to it, turn it, was it into right after the the assassination of JFK, right, there you because go. Because there was so many different theories of what was going on, and I always tell people the reason why uh, they had to make those theories is because they weren't told the truth, yeah. and, and people were transparent. Like, so they let them come up with theories. So you got to understand. Yeah, yeah, maybe people aren't getting it right, but the reason they're going down these avenues is because they didn't get the information they asked for. It's it's on them. It's not on us to like, you know, like you can prove me wrong, but again, like you don't. You go like you said, conspiracy is a real thing. People conspire all the time. There's people in companies that conspire with each other to steal money or or to gain power. Like it's not a fake thing, but because you've heard so many people say it and that label and then now people just say it like randomly because I never heard the I mean people have said conspiracy hey, oh you're a conspiracy I never heard it that much as I do now oh it's awful like even when I would say wild shit growing up like people would be like oh that's crazy yeah but they or I don't know man I don't believe you but they weren't really using the word cons- like 
they use it hardcore now. Like it's like for everything right away there that goes against the narrative. They're like, oh, here we go. The conspiracies. And you're like, damn, man. You don't even know the fuck I'm going to talk about yet. You haven't even understood where I'm coming from yet. And they're just like, oh, here we go. Oh, it's just the it's the inability to even take on the information, man. It's just like you immediately cut it off. And it's it doesn't make any sense to me because if I hear new information, even if it's not something that I necessarily agree with, yeah. man, I'm going to go dig and look into it um for instance perfect example we just did a show with esoteric eddie right so i watched his documentary it's about lucifer there were things that you know going into it i had reservations about just coming from my perspective but i go into it with an open mind i learned a lot from it now at the end of the day when we had the conversation with eddie he actually validated a lot of the stuff that i was feeling because he knew other information that was like hey you're actually right here because there's this other document that talks about how NK was really you know which is the sumerian derivative of lucifer that he was actually a trickster he's like so you're actually right the bible actually is valid validates it's validated by sumerian culture not disproved by it which is really cool but if i had went in there being like nah man this is going to be some garbage what he's talking about or whatever because this is how i think because honestly i don't have how i think i just know that i'm going to try to get new information and learn stuff and i learned a whole lot man and it just set me down a bunch of different roads now where i'm able to like Wow, it strengthened my like core belief in a lot of things, and it opened my mind up to some other things. So it was yeah. That's just a small example, and I'm excited for people to hear that in a couple of weeks because that is a fire episode about yeah. where Lucifer actually came from. So y'all get ready for that too. Yeah, and that's why people need to have conversations. Like you just talk because when you actually instead of just going, "Oh, you fucking idiot, you got it all wrong," or "You don't know what you're talking about," if you actually conversate with each other and don't get this whole like go into it like, "Hey, they may have some information I need." The other person go, "Hey, they may have some." Doesn't mean everything you need all of it. It may be a couple words. It may be one thing. Right. Who knows? But go into it like, "Hey, yeah, I don't know everything," and that's what people make the mistake, in my opinion, is they go and they're like, "Oh, I got it all figured out." And you're like, all right, man, you're the guy, I guess. I don't know why you haven't fixed everything if you got it all figured out, man. (laughs) You got it all. You're kind of a dick if you ask me because, I mean, you got it all figured out and you're over here just yelling at us instead of fixing everything. Listen, Sean, you're a grifter. You need to be quiet. Leave those people alone. <laughs> yeah, no, man. I, I, it's nice though. It's a, it's a, it's a badge of honor when people start. That means you're, we're making waves, and right, we're, we're getting to people's attention, and I like that. Well, I'm CIA, oh. brother. Like, I'm all good. <laughs> yeah, speaking of of uh, shill grifters, you know, we had that uh, Alex Jones trial, which I think it was to set precedent. Uh, again, another a uh, avenue of to like call people like you know everybody played that clip you know the, the infamous oh he said they're like oh he said epstein fuck clintons are pedophiles under record blah blah like okay that was the fun of it that was the flashy stuff i took this clip because i thought this was pretty interesting how the judge is talking and talking about like what you believe is not the truth and the truth is something totally different mm. and going back and forth may not say to this jury that you complied with discovery that is not true. You may not say it again. You may not tell this jury that you are bankrupt. That is also not true. You're already under oath to tell the truth. You've already violated that oath twice today in just those two examples. It seems absurd to instruct you again 
that you must tell the truth while you testify. Yet here I am. You must tell the truth while you testify. This is not your show. Do you understand what I have said? Yes, I believe what I said was true. So I don't Yes, you believe everything you say is true, but it isn't. Your beliefs do not make something true. That is that is what we're doing here. Just because you claim to think something is true does not make it true. It does not protect you. Does not protect you, and 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 don't get me wrong. That judge shouldn't even been on the case. She had conflict of interest. Absolutely, um, and I'm not saying. And I'm not saying that Alex is a grifter. I think that he, I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe he's ops. Maybe he's not. Don't I don't know. know. He does have some good information. Um, he does sometimes seem like, like, you know, too much. I didn't clip the other part, uh, but I'll talk to this in a second. But I just thought this was to set precedent and kind of like go after people like me and you. Uh, just to know before I say anything, this is all entertainment. You know what I mean? You got <laughs> Now we're going to have to say that kind of stuff because if we don't, then it's going to be considered that we're attacking people instead of just having open conversations so they're trying to limit ways of having people have it's conversations like, it's like the wwf things. man when they went to wwe yeah. they were like oh, we're, we're sports entertainment we're not a yeah, yeah. sports entity anymore you know what i mean yeah, it's exactly yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is we're gonna be wwe yep. now or at least we have to like present ourselves as a uh, conspiracy entertainment <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we have to. And and people got to understand that. That's why if you see a lot of the uh, conspiratorial shows are labeled as comedy. Right. Because that way we can kind of slip through the cracks a little bit. Plus, it's fun to poke fun out a lot of this shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) But the big stuff is this right here, man. We are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in over 40 years. Where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history. And we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant, which we were just two short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving behind dead soldiers, American citizens, and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. We are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and it will only get worse. We're a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never before. We've never seen anything like this. We're a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Fake news is about all you get. We're a nation where free speech is no longer allowed. Uh, I'm not going to play the whole thing, man, because that's a it's like a three and a half minute clip. But you get the <laughs> gist of it. <laughs> So the raid on Mar-a-Lago, man, the, the one that's got everybody up in arms, man. And, and and this, and I will say that this is what's hilarious, and I'll get into the first clip that I got of it. This ad came out immediately after the raid. So it's like, hmm, me and you kind of both 
we're on the same wavelength when we were talking about it. I was like, and I told you, and that's what this clip's going to provide as well. They say the same thing. I think he did it on himself. Either he swatted himself or, or somebody in his camp. I mean, you got Michael Flynn, who's a, a, a defense intelligence. You got Roger Stone, who's one of the shadiest characters. You know, like he's he's been in the grimy shadiness of all politics. I think they did this intentionally. I think they got this out there because this rejuvenated and lit a fire under the MAGA movement. Now, people that have been diehard MAGA for a long time and, and would always support him, but there was plenty of people that were like, you know what? He's pretty divisive, and maybe we should go an alternative route instead of him for 2024. And now those same people are like, fuck that. Fuck the FBI. The, if they could, and all the same parroting, the same fucking buzzwords, we're a banana. A republic. If they do it to us, if they can do it to him, they can do it to us. Motherfucker, they've been doing it to us. Dude, the FBI has been doing this. And the right is no different than the woke left right now, man. They are the same thing. Like, don't think they're any different. They're just on the opposite end of the spectrum. They may yep. have a few decent ideas where it's like the left, like, every day is evolving into something crazier. <laughs> but it's like, dude, like... Your whole, you know, Malcolm X said it best, bro. And I've thought about this for a long time where he said that there's nothing worse than a white Democrat. He says that because he said that they will shake your hand and stab you in the back. He's like, I would rather deal with a Republican because at least they come to you and tell you who exactly they are. So that's the difference between the right and the left. The right is just in your face. They're a lot of times dead fucking wrong. And they get super crazy, just as crazy as the woke left. The woke left just tries to hide it under this guise of, like, we're yeah. helping people. We're helping you. Like, no, you're not. Like, you're not helping anybody either, man. And this whole Mar-a-Lago thing, and you're totally right with what you said, man. There were so many people that were jumping off the Trump train that were like, Trump needs to step away. He needs to let somebody else take, in, you know, take the next leap in 2024. Um you know, a lot of people think DeSantis, you know, they think that, you know, Trump should back him or whatever. You know, I'm not a voting man, but that's been the verbiage that's been thrown around. But at the end of the day, man, with this happened, I was watching guys that I literally talked to a week or two ago that were talking shit about Trump and how he wasn't good and he was a part of the system. All of a sudden be like, see, see, they're after him. That's because he's trying to take out the system. Why he's trying to take out globalization. He's trying to No, he's not. He's a part of this shit. And it does not even it would not shock me for a minute. Is if he opened the door for the FBI and said, Hey, I got some food in here for you guys. You know, we're gonna relax a yeah. little bit. We're gonna, you know, huge, huge spread, huge spread in here. We'll relax, get a few few drinks. You got some women in here too. You know, just grab them, grab them by the pussy, brother. We're gonna have a yeah, good yeah. time. And then they relax for like two hours and then they release all this info because what it did, man, I have never seen people get psyoped like this in my life, especially the guys that are screaming psyops, getting psyoped yep. by this bullshit, man. Like, God, it's so obvious, man. Like, how can you not see it? <laughs> 
well, and immediately the for one of the first person that came out with emergency broadcast was Alex Jones. Oh. And remember, Alex Jones was like, okay, because he got he got pushback from his audience where they were like, hey man, this fool's pushing the jab, and you're fucking. Pre-. And then so he finally goes, all right, I'm over with Donald Trump. Now he reversed it mm-hmm. and he goes, okay, uh, you know, I had some beef with him, but now that the FBI is coming to this, uh, we're 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 all on board with Trump. And he had Roger Stone on a right immediately. That's where I'm like, man, that's why I can't really take him seriously because I don't feel I feel like he's not even controlled opposition. I think he's just an opportunist. I think like whatever will get him views, which whatever that's between him, whatever he wants to do. Uh, I don't know but him. I like feel, I don't know him. Like yeah, we exactly. don't know these people. Like dude, I can sit there and, and scream psyop all day or say somebody's a controlled op or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I only take like info in, and if something doesn't feel right sometimes i was like hey it doesn't really feel right now again doesn't mean because they said something or whatever they're controlled op like they could really feel that way or you know that's their perspective on it i'm very open to that too man that people can have that but like definitely you said, and i'm with you but what i'm saying is that he's not genuine i'm not even saying to psyop anything right, right, right. he's just not genuine mm-hmm. to me like i don't believe every that he believes everything he says i think he just does it for his show that's how i see it i think that he's got a big you know, show, he built a show. <laughs> yeah and i get it but now he's backing up Trump and he knows that, that he's going to, you know, that's going to be the MAGA goes back to like, not that everybody left from Alex Jones, but they are going to go back to not only Trump, but to Jones. And to me, it, it's bullshit. It's like, how do you not see this? Like, this has been a play that he's done. Like, remember in 2016 when he bragged that he's like, man, I don't have to buy an ad, man. Uh, CNN plays me all day, man. That's free free publicity. <laughs> I don't need I don't need to buy any ads. And, and that's what's been sparking everything up. And, and to go back to to the raid first of all he put in christopher ray uh, uh, uh ray into the uh, his position oh, okay what's up with that so that tells me too they have a connection so he's going hey man get them get them and the boys to come down on here he's the first one that released the statement there's no real video footage of it at all you know what i mean and then immediately he runs an ad campaign for 2024 it's only obvious that he's like boom this is perfect you know what i mean i got my time man They're like i'm back he's going back it to the, 2020, so quick, uh, the 2016 man. script it it was so quick too like you said this whole mar-a-lago incident happened and immediately like you said ads were coming out pro-trump ads and i'm like how do people not see this this is so coordinated right here it's so coordinated and let me ask you a question sean how in the fuck is q still around these motherfuckers ain't yeah. going nowhere and they've been wrong so many times and i keep looking at this shit and i'm like how are these people like like how do they still exist like you you think that it's gonna like die and it never dies but that's why q and you and i believe this wholeheartedly is a complete psyop and it was from the get-go and it's been coordinated from the get-go and anybody that thinks otherwise and i want to hear these conspiracy theorists talking about i've been around 20 years and i believe q because that no you're not like i don't want to hear it anymore because you're just not even using brain cells anymore you are so bought in to somebody saving you instead of you saving yourself and building a community of people that can come together and build something man fuck the system man we need to tear this motherfucker down bro that's the only way that this is gonna happen man this whole right left paradigm bullshit man this is why we're in this mess and they can't see it and like uh one of the one of the things i get a lot is where people are like oh well there's q proofs look at the q proof that they predicted uh, uh mccain got killed 
<clears throat> a week before or a month before he died. Uh, not killed, but that before he died. Right. And I'm like, first of all, are you saying that Q is a time traveler? That's first what you have to establish. Where are you coming from from this point? Second, these predictions are very vague. They call John McCain and the Q drops no name. And they say no name will be returning back to the headlines soon. First of all, he's a well-known senator that everybody was already talking about that ran for president. Right. And everybody knew he had brain cancer. It wasn't like, and they said, then they said, uh, uh, it will be around something about the uh, they said a dog's day, right? And then National Dog's Day. No, no, no. First of all, National Dog's Day was the day after he <laughs> he died. So they're like, yeah, but it's pretty close, right? And then with the Salmani one, they go, the shot heard around the world. Come on, man. These are very vague. These are like Super. when I knew this guy, like I went to a bar one time and this guy was like, yeah, man, I can predict your future and told like one of the homegirls and he's like, did it, something bad happen to you in your life? Yeah, motherfucker. Everybody has something bad happen. <laughs> very vague, man. I'm not saying that that stuff's not real people can't predict stuff i do believe in that in, in in some senses but when you're vague like that of course you could fit it to wherever you want it to fit and every time you ask one of these q people okay because then they also get all upset if you go all oh, q and on <laughs> they go <laughs> it's q and anons not q anon you're like get the fuck out of here man like you guys are just trying to push away they don't have any good arguments they consistently have the same arguments i even tell them i'm like it reminds me of arguing about people with covid where you're like oh cues to save us well they also told me a mask is gonna save me and gave me no real information your cue proofs of where they say oh well donald trump said tippy toppy shape because somebody asked him to say that in q i'm like he's a part of it you fucking moron of course he's gonna of fucking course. know like, <laughs> like Dude, he, he knows he, he, he trump's not stupid <laughs> Like let's 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 yeah. put that out there right now. I hate it when people say that Trump's stupid, um, mm -hmm. especially the woke left. Like, dude, this guy's a genius. Like, he knows what he's doing. He's been a marketing genius forever. Like, he knows how to make money. He knows, you know, if anything, he is a great promoter of himself. Right? He's a great yes. promoter at at giving this identity of I don't give a fuck, and that's very attractive to people, man. Like, uh, uh, and that's always been attractive. Look, think about Eminem, how he first came in the game. That's why he blew up the way he did because he came into the game. I don't give a fuck. You look at any yeah. like type of musician, or you look at any type of actor or actress that you know Johnny Depp, man. When when he was off the rails, he was the he was the dopest Johnny Depp. Because he, he, he that people love that Johnny Depp. You know what I mean? Like uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr., man. That dude was a freaking drug addict, dude. But he was like but attractive to people because they like that well, it's bad the rock boy. star mentality. Yeah, it's that bad yeah, the boy. the rock star mentality that I'll do whatever I want, say whatever I want, fuck the system, but he's not actually saying fuck, fuck the, the system. system. But that's what you think that he's saying. Like, oh, yeah, fuck that. I'm not about it, but still being a part of it. And there's plenty of things. Like, uh, uh, I'm going to direct everybody. It's on my Telegram or go to um, CorbettReport.com. Go check out the document documentary called Hopium. That's a perfect analogy. Uh, he's puts everything out. He goes from Ike to Obama to Trump and shows you everything that consistently has been this hopium that we buy. Yes, I vote myself, but I don't buy into the hopium. I'm not wearing a hat and a shirt and, and have a tattoo and have a flag of where like, yeah, this is my guy. What? He's your guy for 48 yeah. years? Then what happens? But, but break it down a little bit better for the audience though, Sean, about how you vote though, because like, it's not like you're, you, when you vote, you actually vote for 
who you would like to have in there and you know they ain't winning. You know what I mean? Like you have a whole different way of voting than the average person. So like me not voting is very similar to you voting. You're just voting for like, hey, this dude, like I like her or that chick. I like her. Like they would do great in that. I know they ain't going to get in there because the system won't let them. Yeah. But I'm going to vote the way I want to vote. That's like me not voting, right? That's my vote. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, that's your protest. <laughs> right. That's how I see it. I see that like when people go, oh, people that don't vote, I see it as a protest. I'm like, not voting is voting. That's telling them that like, you know what? Everything sucks. There's nobody. I'm not going to just go, oh, I got to pick the lesser of two evils. I've never bought into that. Like 2024, if he runs, I'm going for Dave Smith, like all the way. Right. I love what Dave, I like what he talks about. I really, I don't think he'll ever get a chance because I think people are so stuck on that. Like, oh man, he's never going to win, you know? Like, so they won't vote for him and they will push to the red or the blue. It always just goes. Right. That's, but they don't, to me, people attack non-voters like, oh, you got to vote. Why? Has it changed? What has it changed? All the voting that everybody's done. It's only gotten worse. So that, so what is the voting doing for you? Nothing. And I think that when we pull back the curtain on Trump, the whole everything that he said has been bullshit like it's first of all his first appearance and i'll have all these show notes on my telegram when he went down the golden escalator with all those were paid people they were paid 50 dollars to be there yes there it, it's an f it, the fcc investigation came out with that oh but that's fake news right no, that's he did what anybody would do. He's trying to build. They're building these characters. That's what they don't understand is they're just a character. They're not like the uh, all in control or uh, Trump's like, oh, like, you know, a good guy, bad guy. No, he's just a character. You need these characters to really coexist to get people to go left or right or whichever way you'd like to direct them. Dude, these characters are just puppets, right? So at the end of the day, the guys behind them are maneuvering them around. These people don't really give a what they're telling you they don't care about any of these bills that they're passing they don't care about any of these any of these items that they're pushing you know when you see joe biden's clone up there talking and he's talking mm -hmm. out of his ass like you know he doesn't really care like well one he doesn't know where he's at but two he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't really care and I don't even like when I look at Joe Biden and, and when I you know post stuff about Biden or post stuff about Trump, or whatever, man, it's really an all humor. You know what I mean? Because I really don't care about these guys. I mean, these guys aren't in power. They're not in control. Like they're not the people to be mad at. You want to get mad? Get mad at the people they're telling you not to be mad at. Get mad at the people that the UN are telling you that you don't need to talk about because that's a conspiracy theory. Let's start getting mad at the right people, not these puppets, man. These these puppets, they're just doing what they're told to do. And, man, listen, money, power, all that stuff's attractive. And these guys are keeping themselves in those positions by doing what they're told. And the thing that, that really gets to me is that uh, when we call out, you know, certain people, like truthers will call out people and be like, oh, Bush in the skull and bones or, you know, uh, this. But they these Trumpers, these MAGA people look away from the stuff that we expose about Trump. Trump's kids all went to Jesuit schools. All, all of went them. to Jesuit schools. Uh, Trump has plenty of pictures where it's throwing up different, different hand gestures. Masonic I'm not saying that, that that's good. But if you're going to call out Obama or Bush for putting the Masonic symbols, why aren't you calling out Trump? Why? 
You either call them all out or don't call any of them all. That's how I look. I want to ask this question too to people that are big time Trumpers. Have you even read like any of his autobiographical work? Do you know that he talks about being a kid and learning the Kabbalah in school in a Jesuit school? He came up in a Jesuit school learning the Kabbalah, and if you know anything about the Kabbalah, that's the mysticism, the mystical side of Judaism, and that's where all your Rothschilds come from. That's where all of these line of uh, Kazarians, you know, people don't know that. That's really where it's coming from, where the Kazarians come from. He's intertwined with all that. The Zionist movement, he's been huge. The Zionists have bailed him out how many times on bankruptcies and different things throughout his career. This guy is not a good dude. Like, you could look at his career, and nobody thought he was a great dude anyway until he ran in 2016 and somehow... Again, with the Q movement, the way it hit with Pizzagate and all that stuff hitting at the right time. And not to say that there wasn't a lot of validity with Pizzagate because there was, but it was pushed out there for a reason. It helped him build this base that he has now that's just indestructible base where like he could do no wrong. Like people think that he is like a god and that's where you get in a lot of trouble that's where these false idols come into play and i have a big time problem with that sean i i I can't buy into it no i'm with you and then like just to go through real shit that happened like he goes i'm gonna drain the swamp how you get steve mnuchin steve mnuchin worked for goldman sachs uh was a skull and bones member of 1985 worked with a bank uh that soros was a huge uh, uh i think it was what is it chief executive of sfm capital management which the wall street reports is backed by soros like yeah. all the the characters you got jeff sessions piece of shit like i'll have all this stuff in there i'm not gonna go over it but you know he appointed pompeo uh, uh cia <laughs> people like and then eric prince and i and people are actually like eric prince because they're like oh he exposed this eric prince is the founder of the private military company blackwater like if you know anything about blackwater they were able to go to they were able to finish off stuff that the u.s couldn't because of diplomatic reasons right because it would look bad they are on the the world and for lack like for the listener that doesn't really understand blackwater just in layman's terms they are the premier mercenary company in the world they, they go out and they take people out. And that's what their whole job is. They're a bunch of ex-military guys from all over the world. And they're paid a lot of money to do a lot of things that you don't know about. So he's connected with all this stuff, man. He, you know, and then just to even just speak about well, something. Just, go ahead. With Eric Prince, I wanted to add this real quick because I want people to go check this out. Eric Prince is, was talking about making a modern Phoenix program. And mm. if you don't know about the Phoenix program, that's something that happened in Vietnam. And this is something they want to implement. And I think it ties in together with the domestic terrorist situation they're trying to do here on the homeland, making a homeland Phoenix program. So that's something people should go research the Phoenix program. Yeah, man. I mean, that's just uh, just you know touching the surface. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and definitely. And Trump's been involved with so many shady things, man. I mean, we just talk about the vax, bro. Like how much money he's mm-hmm. got invested. You know, Pfizer during his campaign run 
gave him a, a million dollars. Like they they were giving him millions. Like it, this is the no. This is this is public record, bro. Like all this stuff's public record. You could see it. But people that are so bought into this savior mentality with him will never do that side of the research. They are just as bad as the people that they say are on the other side that that don't look into anything that that are brainwashed. Well, you're just as brainwashed just on the other end. You just got psyoped. Welcome to the PSYOP club because you just got your ass yeah. PSYOPed. Because of all the people in his cabinet, like I said, Michael Flynn, direct, uh, Michael Flynn, director of the United States Defense Intelligence Agency. He also co-authored a book with infamous neocon Michael, uh, uh, what's his name? Lydia Liddell or Ladine, Ladine. There we go. Uh, and the book is called The Fight, The Field of Fight, How We Can Win the Global War Against Radical Islam and its allies. So right there, that tells you about the psyop from 9-11 that he's bought into, mm. like not necessarily bought into, but that he's not, he's not saying, hey, yeah, you know, the Saudis were the ones behind it, or this is what was behind it. No, he's saying, yeah, Islam, radical Islam is, is the reason we have all these problems and we need to fight this war. They're not looking into it, but they think Flynn's a good guy. And Flynn uh, also doing, uh, um, I don't know if you've ever seen that clip of him talking about, um, he did like I guess they were saying it was like some kind of like satanic prayer or something. It was I, I had posted it a while ago. I didn't know too much because I didn't, you know you know a little bit more about that kind of stuff than me. But I guess at one of the events uh, where the, the what are they called like the Free America or one of those little events that they've been going around, you know, the little tour, and he does like a prayer, and they're saying that it's a, a satanic prayer. Yeah, a lot of those guys do that stuff, man. It's kind of. It's kind of par for the course when they go to these events. Yeah. Um, all, uh, and a matter of fact, a lot of these events are, are, are ceremonies or rituals. Sure. So people think that, you know, even when Trump does a lot of his, uh, you know, press conferences, um, a lot of these guys do press conferences, they're rituals, they're, they're just in plain sight. And it's pretty obvious, you know, to the people that are awake to it, but the average person doesn't see it, man. And these guys are just performing. It's just performance arts, man. That's all that it is. Like they're 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 performing in front of you, and you are believing the performance as reality instead of looking at it like you should look at it. It's just like, hey, man, this is a good movie. Like these guys are really doing a good job. Yeah, <laughs> but like they can actually see, like like I said, uh, you go Steve Bannon, Goldman Sachs, John Bolton, uh, Bush administration. You know what I mean? You can go down the line, uh, CIA, uh, Bush clan people. Uh, one of the big ones I think that doesn't get talked about a lot too is General John Kelly, uh, DHS nominee. He's the one that they got for uh, Homeland Security. He was tied with Dine, uh, Dine Corp. Which was a major, uh, let's see, here's a little article I have, is a major player in the federal con uh, contracting industry with a controversial history. The special in inspector general for Iraq reconstructed found that Dynacorp mishandled funds used in Baghdad. Dynacorp also managed a police training program in Afghanistan that was caught hiring dancing boys to entertain mm. tribal leaders, a scandal revealed in part by WikiLeaks. There's much more. I think you need to look into the Dynacorp people, but they had middle-aged men having sex with 12 to 15-year-olds. So, if you know anything about Middle Eastern culture, so when all that stuff was going down like in the early 2000s, a buddy of mine actually did contract work over there in like Afghanistan, yeah. right? And he said it was really crazy. He said when he was out there, because he wasn't military, right? He was just contract work. He's out there. Well, you know, they had to interact, obviously, um, with, you know, the Afghanistanian people yeah. and all this stuff. Well, he said he like was in front of one of the guys and he bent over and the guy kind of come behind him and he was like, whoa, what are you doing or whatever? So basically it was told to him that women are for bearing children 
men are for pleasure or boys are for pleasure. Yeah. So a lot of that stuff goes on over overseas in those cultures that people don't know about because it is against their religious practices, but behind closed doors, just like anything else in any other country yeah. when you're talking about elitism or anything else, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind closed doors. So yeah, it does not shock me at all that he was involved with doing that, especially overseas and facilitating yeah. it to these guys who are in power. But what I'm saying is like the, the reason I'm naming all these people and I'm putting this all together in the show mm-hmm. notes is it's like you're saying, oh, he's why is he constantly with all these shitty people? Right. Why is he refilling the swamp up with swamp creatures? Wilbur <laughs> Ross, who who worked with the Rothschilds uh, Inc. Bank, uh, 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 Rothschilds Inc. Bankruptcy Agency for over 25 years, right? They bailed out Trump in 1987 with his Atlantic we City all know uh, about uh, motel. That. Yep, we know about that. Scott Godley, former, uh, you know what I mean? He he was the FDA, the guy he appointed to the FDA, used to be on the Pfizer board of directors. Alex Czar, you know. His his uh, health and human services guy. He he was also a, under Bush. He, he he also served as the health and uh, human services under Bush. I got a little article about him where you could see a little bit more about him. The vaccine bait and switch. Uh, this is an article from um, the last vagabond. Well, I love that their work uh, over there. As millions push for from who Trump gives billions to Gates. So he, he <laughs> went away from the WHO and I was like, yes, he's a, he's not, he's anti-globalist and blah, blah, blah. But then he gave a bunch of money to Gabby and guess what? Giving the money to the Gates foundation is just giving the money to the WHO, except the back door. It's just a different way to do it. He's doing it's the just same like thing. What they're doing with Ukraine. Way. It's just like what they're doing yeah, with Ukraine. It's just a back door to embezzle money and to launder it. Like that's all that it is, man. Yeah. That's all these men. Massive amounts of money that get passed between countries. It's just a laundering system, man, for these guys to get richer. I mean, you look at from 2020 till now, um, and I know you've seen some of the clips, but they, you know, they talk about how there were more billionaires made. And the billionaires that were already billionaires got extremely rich during that time while everybody else got poor. Well, why is that? Yeah. Why is Trump still, if he's helping us out, why is he getting richer? Why? Answer me the question, Anons. Answer me the question, Trumpers. You won't because you won't look in the mirror and accept the fact that your boy is a part of the system. And I'm here to say that, and I don't give a fuck if make people mad or not. <laughs> well, they're so rooted into that belief that they, they turn everything around and being a positive. So that's why the side was so great. for uh, It worked out tremendous for them because... Everything that happens, they go. It's that's ops. Don't tr- don't worry about it. And they even go, yeah, Q is a psyop. They even go, it is a psyop, but it's a positive psyop to do this. They don't. They won't talk about. He put Bill Barr there, who was trying to get a pre pre crime program. You know what I mean? They have other laws where he was pushing uh, modernizing the influenza vaccine as a national security and public health. This was right before uh, the whole COVID thing. Right. Modernizing uh, uh, agricultural biotechnology, trying to make fake meat. So it's like, I don't understand how you can't see through this shit or how you twist it to go, oh, yeah, he's just doing that because he has to do that to trick him on that. And they go, well, what would you do? I say, you know what I would do? I would tell people the fucking truth. And and if they're like, oh, they'll kill you. Okay, well, then they can see me getting killed for telling the truth. And then they're going to know that I was telling the fucking truth. (laughs) It's plain and simple. It's simple, man, but it's not at the same time. You know, these these guys complicate it more and more instead of just looking at it from the basic aspect of what what blows my mind in the conspiracy theory community is 
they will go back to every president, right or left, and show how that they are a part of the system, how they've been a part of all of these secret societies, how they've embezzled money, been a part of all these false flags, all these psyops. But when it comes to Trump, they just turn a blind eye to all the things that are right in your face. Like, how do you think just out of nowhere, this dude is just not part of the system, too? It's funny because they'll say that every election was rigged but his. How did yeah, that make his. any sense? Like you, you can't. You're also talking about a no, guy. No, they say that it wasn't rigged enough. That's what they tell me. Oh, it wasn't rigged enough. And then one of the arguments I would like, you know, because I tell them about Operation Trust. They don't. Oh, well, that couldn't happen here. The Dove of Oneness. Oh, that was just a bunch of bullshit. They won't even read Cass Sunstein's, which me and you have before gone over the conf- uh, uh, cognitive infiltration. But the one thing that they say, they go, "Okay, here's the question," and I think that you can answer this. They go, "How?" Uh, is it beneficial for them to take down, you know, John of God and Jeffrey Epstein and all that? That was intricate to their plan. They needed that. Without Trump, they, those people would never have seen the light of day and they would have been continued. First of all, there's still human trafficking going on. It's not like they never stopped it a bit. It never stopped. So they're saying that how would that benefit them? Why would they do that? Why would they make it seem that, oh, Jeffrey Epstein and the whole Epstein Island, why would they let that get out? And, and what do you think about that? Easy, man. First off, you got to have fall guys. You need to take the heat off of what everybody else is doing, right? Yeah, you've got some people in the truther community that have quote-unquote lists or whatever, man. I don't know if the lists are true or not. I know that there's been some stuff come out from the books that Epstein had, you know, his travel books or whatever. You know, none of those people are getting arrested. None of them. And we're talking tons of people. There's tons of people that aren't even on these lists that were on the island or hanging out with Epstein. By the way, Trumpers and Anons... Trump hung out with Epstein. So let's just wake up to that fact. And that wasn't just one time. I love how they say that, oh, he went to the island and he saw what was happening. And he got out of there. <laughs> then why didn't he and go? He was super- then why didn't he go to the authorities? If he was on the island and he saw what happened and he knew that it was wrong, why didn't he go to proper channels? Because I, I, I know there's a lot of the channels that are bought and paid for, but there's still good people in positions. Why? If he's this Trump that's trying to drain the swamp, trying to, trying to change the culture, trying to change everything, if he was on the island, and he's like you say, because that's your biggest argument. He went to the island, he saw what was happening, he didn't know about it, and he got out of there. Why would he not try to take that down? Why? Well, their argument is that he he did uh, say something, and that's why there's white hats in, in, oh. in these agencies that are helping us. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so whatever shit. we say, they turn around him. But to me, is how come they don't explain how well uh, uh, his ex-wife was really close with Maxwell? And I think even his uh, current wife was pretty close with Real Maxwell. Real close. Real close, and and you want to talk about like they they brush off the Jeffrey Epstein thing. Oh well, you know he's a rich guy and he's been a you know you're around a lot of people. Well, they were super close with Maxwell, and even when Maxwell was on her trial, he was like he wouldn't come out and say nothing bad against her. He was like, ah, I wish her well, blah blah blah. And, and it's this bullshit. Like I'm gonna show you these two clips that kind of sums it up for me. Like so, this is him in 2016 before he's president. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. 
<laughs> you know, and then we're the locker up, <laughs> locker up, drain the swamp. These are just buzzwords that get people to tie in. These are the hope and change. It's just different terms that people switch. And then here's him after he's elected. I heard my opponent had scheduled Michigan unexpectedly. It was like all of a sudden with President Obama and Michelle and Bill and Hillary, and they were going to Michigan. No, it's okay. No, forget it. That plays great before the election. Nah, we don't care, right? Yeah, nah, we don't care, man. Fuck it, man. That, like, we're not going to lock her up, man. That was just so you could vote for me. And I think you'll appreciate this last clip that I got on it because I think this ties in what politics is. And, and he was a part of it. And this was literally like a couple years right before he ran. So here we go. Why are you here? Let me put it very simply, Vince. I'm taller than you. I'm better looking than you. I think, I think I'm stronger than you. Wow. And I'm here to challenge you to a match in WrestleMania. What? Oh, I get it. It's the Battle of the Billionaire. That's right. <laughs> That's where I think president candidate trump was birthed because if you hear how he was talking uh, with vince and everything it's the same thing you heard on the campaign trail how he would like use those say i'm taller than you um i got more money than you i know this more than you i'm better at it like the same like i'm not saying he didn't have that attitude already but the way you see how he was in it, i mean there's a whole clip of that and if you go through that it's totally him in 2016 no listen brother when i'm on a private <laughs> jet brother and i've got the orange skin flowing brother and i'm gonna drain the swamp and i'm gonna come down there and drop that leg drop one two three brother brother trump style <laughs> oh yeah i know we got the epstein and the maxwell into the thing and we're gonna get the island q's got all the drops man like it's just fucking choreographed at least at least just tell us you know what i mean you <laughs> like, not oh yeah <laughs> yeah they don't do they just don't get it man and like there is some information that, and the thing, the sad part is that uh, a lot of these guys are pretty decent investigators. They actually find things out, but they're, it's almost like people that are stuck with a certain religion. And when I mean the religion, as far as like, they won't look anything past it. It's fine if you believe in Christ or you believe in, uh, uh, you know, uh, Judaism or Islam or whatever, like those core beliefs, if that helps you build. But when you're like, oh, it can only be this. It can only be this exact terms of what it is. And then I think that is where we don't make any progress in society. We're stuck with people going constantly where we're in this circle. We're in the same situation again. Now they're building him back up. That's what this whole FBI raid was about. Now they have built back Trump. He's he's going to get back there. He was knocked down. They cheated him. This is like this is the first time people knew about election fraud. What are you talking about, man? There's been election fraud. Man, it's well documented with JFK, the guy that supposedly that got Trump. Like, Because what a lot of Anons think is that, oh, Trump was really close with JFK Jr., and that he told him what happened to his father. And then once something happened to JFK Jr., they, he had this plot and he was going to. No, man. So he waited until he was the 70s. I was like, if he really loved this country and he really wanted to do good, he's 70 years old. What does he have to lose? Say everything you mean. 
Not in this coding, not where you're like, lock her up, and now you're like, ah, let's go. At his inauguration, he praised the Clintons, which he was very good friends with. Such good friends that he went to their daughter's wedding. Like, why can't we connect these dots? Why are you giving him excuses? And that's why I say you're no different than the Obama apologist. You're doing the same thing that they told me. Oh, no, he's one man. What can he do? He, he's trying to take down the system. He's trying to do this. You're doing the same fucking thing where you're giving him excuses. Instead of doing what we're supposed to do and hold these fuckers to the fire. Man, I got the perfect analogy for Trump right now that ties in to the whole wrestling theme that we've been on here the past little bit. Trump's first run was Hogan in the 80s. His next run is going to be New World Order Hulk Hogan. He's going to come out villain style. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Listen, brother. Too sweet. Now, that's how he's coming. So he's coming around a different way. You're going to get a different yep. Trump this time. You're going to get this. And, and and to be a little bit on the nose with the NWO, New World Order, I think you're going to see way more ties. This next time around, there's going to be things that happen. But what's what, what he's going to do, um, things are going to change in a, in a positive way, right? That's kind of the game here. I think they want things to get so bad. To whoever gets in office this next time around, even if it's not Trump, but whoever's in office is going to, things are going to look better. But they're going to be sliding all kind of shit in the back door. Like, yeah, your, your check might look better or gas might look better or some of these trivial things that you think mean a lot, which they do to the average person that, you know, trying to survive. But I feel like that there's going to be a lot going on that if we don't pay attention and we allow to happen... Um, he's going to be very integral in bringing that on. And this is what I feel about. Uh, here's a little clip that I feel about all these politicians. And if people don't know, that's death, man. They're actually the the originator is pretty much a punk rock, man. And one of the reasons they didn't get signed, uh, just fun fact, is because they wouldn't change their name from death. Like they're like, no, nah, man, can't market that, man. They're ill, man. They're one of my. They're a great group. Yes, but I wanted to, before we get out of here, I got two omens for you because, um, like I do vote, and like you said, I kind of mine is a protest vote. I'm always voting third party and some of that I actually feel could actually make substantial changes and unification of the working class and stuff like that. And most people don't like that. It's not the flashy guy, you know, like it's somebody that's going to be like, hey, it's going to be shitty for the next four to eight years while I'm president. But we need to do this hard work if we're going to fix things. And that's how I like roll your sleeves up, do the hard work, not like, hey, man, I'm just going to get in there and fix everything. So before I play this clip, I wanted to say this quote from uh, Emma Goldman. It says, if voting changed anything, they'd make it illegal. (laughs) Like, yeah (laughs) and that's why people don't vote and i've never understood why people get so upset at the people that don't like voting like like oh you're you're the problem you're the problem so you know you told me to dig up this clip and i'm glad you did so i think this can sum up why this is my dude now people don't vote I've solved this little political dilemma for myself in a very simple way on election day i stay home 
I don't vote. Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't vote. Two reasons. Two reasons I don't vote. First of all, it's meaningless. This country was bought and sold and paid for a long time ago. The shit they shuffle around every four years doesn't mean a fucking thing. And secondly, I don't vote because I believe if you vote, you have no right to complain. People like to twist that around, I know. They say, they say, well, if you don't vote, you have no right to complain. But where's the logic in that? If you vote and you elect dishonest, incompetent people and they get into office and screw everything up, well, you are responsible for what they have done. You caused the problem. You voted them in. You have no right to complain. I, on the other hand, who did not vote, who did not vote, who, in fact, did not even leave the house on election day. I'm in no way responsible for what these people have done and have every right to complain as loud as I want about the mess you created that I had nothing to do with. <laughs> that sums it up, man. <laughs> hey, if you see me walking, that's called that George Carlin swagger that you see me walking with. And that's why I talk the shit I do and why I say the things that I do because I feel like I have every right to do that. I'm not contributing to the system. Now, if you're voting like Sean, I, I can totally understand that. You are making a a valid vote for somebody that you would want in there. <laughs> you know they're not going to get in there, but you're making a valid vote towards that. That's different. You're doing the same thing as me. You're just you know you're just saying that hey, if the system was to work, this is what I would do, and I can compl- I can get behind that. But if you are buying in to this left-right bullshit and you think that it's helping in any way, like, you need to wake up. Don't say you're part of the truth or community and you are buying into either side of that paradigm because that doesn't make any sense. Not to me, it doesn't. Now, if you want to break it down to me and we can have a legitimate conversation, I, you know, I'm not going to yell. I'm just sit there and listen to you. Maybe you make a valid point to me, but I've been around a long time and I don't vote, and there's a reason I don't vote. They're all crooked. They're all part of a system that's designed to subjugate us, um, to enslave us. You know, it's like people you say a lot of times, we're, we're not really free. We're still slaves because they're enslaving our minds. Well, I don't believe that's necessarily true either because, you know, I think you, you can free your mind. But there is enslavement tactics that you have to, like, maneuver throughout life, obviously. But that is why I don't vote, and 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 I love that clip. I, I love George Carlin. I think he's just one of the dopest, you know, comedians ever. And I think he's not just a comedian, but he's got great monologues, man, that are just phenomenal. You know, it's a big club. You're not in it. You know, the classics. Mm-hmm. So he made a lot of sense, man. And you know, I, I really, you know, part of me, and I was talking to uh, my girl yesterday about it, and I was like, you know, I really wish he had been alive. When all this was going down, man, that would have been phenomenal to see. I mean, they would have sh- tried to shut him up, but you know, I yeah, think. Yeah, but or who knows if he would have went wokey though, man. You don't I know. I think that too. You don't know because like you, you don't know, know. A lot of shit gets influenced. So you don't know. So, but like I don't know. He, he was give so us a great, he was so adamant yeah. against the system, even as he got older. I think he got worse in a good way. Oh yeah. So did, I think yeah. he might have been very, uh, if anything. Um, Maybe like uh, Bill Maher, but worse. Like he would have been like yeah, way yeah. more like, you know, fuck the entire system. I don't vote. Like, yeah. I don't think he ever would have gone down that road. Now, he would have been very anti-Trump, which I am. So oh, I've sure. got no problem with that at all. Like, you know, I get that mentality. So um, it would have been interesting. But I, I have, a, I, you know, just in my gut, I feel like he would have been against a lot of what was going on. 
um, while it was going on. And, and, you know, at least, you know, in my own mind, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I, I'm going to have all the show notes uh, lo- locked and loaded on the Telegram at Kill the Mockingbirds. Uh, on That's on Telegram, you know. And uh, we appreciate everybody that's, you know, been supporting us and uh, sharing the show, uh, you know, leaving reviews, uh, giving us those five stars. I mean, that's all appreciated, man. Trying to get the show out there to more people to have genuine conversations because that's what we try to do. We try to bring you some great guests. And, you know, every now and then me and Joe got to sit down and chop up some topics, different topics. It's what's hot in the news. We thought this was pretty important we didn't want to do it right away we wanted to wait a week you know what i'm saying let things settle in and then kind of drop it on people and see what they think because i think there's a lot more to look into yeah man and i will say this though i will vote for trump if he brings jen Psaki back as his press secretary then I'll vote for him, man. I mean, I, I got to, man. That's my baby right there. He puts yeah, her, he puts her there. And think about it. She she left Biden, man. She didn't want any part of that crap. Like, he needs to bring her in the fold, man. At that point, I'll be a complete shill. You can call me a grifter. I'm just going to be everything that you think I am if she's back in there, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I could see you doing that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't forget to uh, like subscribe uh share the podcast like i said uh you can follow us on operation kill the mockingbirds on instagram go to the telegram kill the mockingbirds we'll have all the notes uh for today's show but we also put like nice videos a lot of stuff that we kind of take a little bit more chances on telegram than we do on instagram and then you can follow joel at Van Tesla Music on Instagram and as well as YouTube to find all the music that we're trying to make. We got some new music up the way. We'll very soon be letting you guys know, but we're not sure exactly what we're going to say, but it's going to be fire. That's all. We know the music's done. It's just that, you know, we're just trying to find the right time to drop it. We got, you know, other things that are going with uh, uh, Legion of Legends. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it, things are in the motion. So definitely give us a follow. Uh, Find shit out, man. You know how we do it here. Wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. Brah, brah. What is it? What What is it about humanity that that, that it wants to go to all the details and stuff and listen? You know, these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking. You know, he doesn't know anything really about anything. And I'd say that like his face. Do you think I'm stupid? Do you think I'm dumb? How you thinking you can pull a fast one? I can see the truth right under your tongue. Are you telling me? Are you telling me now is la 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 Skull and bones protected Dodging the jab, staying alive like the Bee Gees Warning my people of a modern day Tuskegee Black Americans injected with syphilis For free health care and the government didn't give them shit Flint's water still ain't fixed Yet they gentrify your Motown, keeping the illages rich MKUltra, blue check fucks, they don't respect us Pushing Mockingbird Media agenda No surrender, no retreat Blood flowing in the street, the V is both and dead of fuck D Fraudulent Fauci don't know jack shit Globalists wanna keep the country split The PCR test was never designed to prove infection That's where the carry mullers mass deception Do you think I'm stupid? Do you think I'm dumb? How you thinking you can pull a fast one? I can see the truth right under your tongue Are you telling me? Are you telling me now is la 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 la
wood to paper clip. Human trafficking, evergreen container ship. Knights of Marlar, modern crusades. Science is the new religion, complying, obey. Phone stabbed by the NSA. Patriot Act, false flag attack, led to the war in Iraq. What a twisted vision. WTC 7 building, control demolition. Manipulate the men and women for enlistment. That's some Sean King level grifting. Climate change, Paris Accord, another scheme by elites that we can afford. Bay of Pigs, Ruby Ridge, bombs planted on the Washington Bridge. Hard project, manipulate the forecast. Sinclair Group propaganda broadcast. Do you think I'm stupid? Do you think I'm dumb? How you thinking you can pull a fast one? I can see the truth right under your tongue. Are you telling me? Are you telling me now is la 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 At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.